ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in to the Thursday edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. It is May 30th. Yesterday, we didn't have a show, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your take. The Pirates and the Reds go into rain delay. It's a long game. Pirates win. Of course, you can hear all the Pirates action all season long right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So, i got two things we're going to get into today. First, in a few minutes, we're going to hear from David Kahn. Yesterday, we were set to talk to David from the West Virginia Power, so he's going to get us called. I mean, he's really going to get us caught up. The Pirates, um, we'll get into that a little bit later on as well, but mostly I want to talk to David and there's a couple of Marshall things we're going to really get into uh, second half of the show. There, of course, is the letter from Mike Hamrick. He addresses the fans, gives the fans sort of a an, a sneak peek, an upcoming look at, hey, here are some of the things we're looking to do. Here are some of the things we're looking for. Here's what we need you for. Thanks for being a fan, helping us out. You know, the pretty much he's just addressing the fan base. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. And... Conference USA releasing the schedule today, and not the not the schedule itself, but the television schedule. So now we know the television package, what it looks like for Marshall. And we saw in the letter from Mike Hamrick that NFL Network, exciting times to be in Conference USA. Marshall, not on NFL Network. But still, overall, a great opportunity for the league, and he's exactly right. So we'll get into that. But more importantly, and we'll break it down by game, or at least we'll break the schedule down a little bit, ESPN, the bowl games, those are going to be on ESPN. There are a few games on ESPN2, there are some games on ESPN3, and there are some games on ESPN+. Marshall has got a few games on CBS Sports Network, and half the games, if I counted right, half the games are going to be on somebody's Facebook platform. So Facebook is where you're going to see half the games. Now, if you've got a Fire Stick, I think you can do this with Apple TV. I don't have an Apple TV. If you've got a Roku, I'm pretty sure you can do that as well. Now, whatever you're using as far as your streaming device is concerned, you should be able to get the Facebook Watch app if you're going to watch the games on Facebook, and you can watch it, stream it that way on your on your screen. Also, you, know, you can cast it, you can use Chromecast. You know, there are several ways to do this. At this point, I think as a fan base, I don't have to tell you how to do it. There might be some of you that maybe still need a little help in the right direction, but if these games are going to be on Facebook, then you can probably pull them up using Facebook Watch. Watch them on your big screen. You're okay. You're good to go. Won't be a problem. Some of you, you've been watching Marshall games on Facebook for years. So, again, this isn't something new. You know what to do. But I almost would rather, but I'm biased here because I've enjoyed it. I'd almost rather see more games on ESPN+. Plus. Now, I'm paying for ESPN+. Plus. 
$4.99 a month out of my pocket, I believe. It's so small that I don't notice it, and I count every penny. I work here. I count every penny. And I think that ESPN Plus has been great. I keep it around. I've kept it past the seasons where there will be something for me to watch just because there might be something else on there I want to catch and I want to keep an eye on. So I'm keeping it around. And I'm sure that's what they're hoping, that, okay, we're throwing so much stuff up on ESPN Plus that you're just going to keep this year-round. And so far, so good. But I like ESPN Plus as a platform. I kind of wish more Marshall games, if you're going to go the streaming route, now Marshall doesn't have say. Marshall can't say, no, Stadium, we don't want to be on Stadium Facebook. Instead, we want to be over here on ESPN Plus. This doesn't work that way. Instead, the television partners, the media partners, they break down in their order of pecking what they want. Okay. You pick now. All right, we're taking this. We're going to put it on our Facebook page. All right. All right, you pick next. Okay, um, we're going to take that. We're going to put that on ESPN3. And for ESPN3, that's easier for a lot of fans because they don't have to pay the barrier of entry, which is, again, $4.99. I know for some of you, you know, maybe you're scrounging right now, $4.99. You're looking at the end of the day going, you know, I know we're talking about a meal at Taco Bell, but still, I don't know if I can add all these streaming services, and I completely get that. So we'll get into the television schedule a little bit later on. Just break it down. Uh, for me, I'm with you right there. You know, four ninety nine a month. I can do it. I can swing it a little bit. It's fine. Again, we're not talking that much. But for some, yeah, that's a big deal. For others, hey, no, no big deal. But really, I guess I would have liked to have seen Marshall at least on NFL Network one time. At least. Give me one matchup on NFL Network. Instead, you've got some Friday night matchups. You've got some games on Facebook, and you tell me, you tell me, is Facebook cool with you? I want to hear this. If you're on social right now, I'm asking you to respond on Twitter when I should be asking you to respond on Facebook, but that's how it goes. At Paul Swan on Twitter, I kind of want to hear from you. Just give me a breakdown what you think. Facebook cool with you? Would you like to have seen a different platform? And it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. If you're listening to it live, you can't. Tweet at me right now. You can't Facebook message me right now. Do that. Do it later. Or if you're on the podcast, you're listening to this, it's 10 o'clock at night, message me, pop a, a, a at at me, say, hey, this is what I think. I want to kind of get a, a temperature of, as a fan base, if you can't be at the game, is this the route to go for you? Facebook, it's, it's on. You can find it. You've got Facebook. You know how to use it. It's not like the good old days where you didn't know how to use ESPN3 when they were streaming games. Nobody had streaming apps. Nobody had Amazon Fire Sticks. Nobody had Apple TVs. Nobody had Rokus. You didn't have these things. So is this really a thing now? Is it, okay, this is just where the streaming package is. This is just where the television package is. And how beneficial is it? Because if you're a Marshall fan, you're going to go look for it. If you're not a Marshall fan... Am I cruising Facebook on Saturday looking for a college football game? I'm going to tell you the answer right now. It's no. Those days at Marshall not playing on Saturday instead of playing on Friday, you know what I'm doing on Saturday? I'm sitting down on the big screen. Okay, what's on ESPN? Let's see what's on FS1. Hey, let's check out CBS Sports Network. Let's see what they got. 
more than likely, I'm going to probably cherry pick a little bit, go after the Conference USA games just to keep up with them a little bit more. But as far as visibility is concerned, I'm not sitting on Facebook Watch. I'm not sitting on my Facebook app looking, okay, hey, what college game can I watch today? This is basically, you want to watch Marshall? Here's where you find it. And we'll get into that later on. David Kahn's going to join me first. We'll talk to him about the West Virginia Power. I didn't think we were going to have him until 5.30 because um, he was big time in today. He was on Seattle radio. I'll talk to you and him in a few minutes here on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, the 2019 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Best Talk Show on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Still to come, we're going to break down which games Marshall will be on Facebook and which games are going to be on good old-fashioned television. But first, yesterday, due to rain, weather controls sometimes when this program goes on the air and it also controls when David Kahn gets to join us from the West Virginia Power. So, of course, um, thanks for uh, thanks for pinning me in today. I know your schedule was, was really busy, big timing, <laughs> talking to – Seattle talk radio about West Virginia power baseball. You're feeling it, right? You're feeling you're feeling because did Pittsburgh radio talk call you? Uh, maybe not. No, no Pittsburgh, no Pittsburgh. But Seattle, Seattle uh, yeah, Seattle radio called me. I mean, hey, when you're when the when the number two prospect in the Mariners system gets promoted, it, it it's kind of a big deal. Talk about that if you would. That's um that's something we were going to talk about yesterday. That's really a big deal. Yeah, Mike. Um, um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a bit of a, uh, a, a not a really a surprise. We, we kind of thought he was going to be here until the end of the all-star break. Um, but, uh, he was just hitting too well, Paul, uh, you know, 11 homers, 29 RBIs and, uh, and well, uh, you know, if he just hit a home run uh, against Lexington and I kind of knew after he hit that home run in game one of a doubleheader that that was the last we we're going to see of him, uh, kind of had a feeling. And then last night, uh, the move was made official, but. Uh, he was he's so good. Uh, he he was better than this league from basically the two weeks into when he started. Uh, he's going to be a major leaguer one day. He's got all five tools. Uh, the, the the raw power and the athleticism is unmatched. The uh, the the arm is tremendous. The defense is there, and and the speed is 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 well notable. So uh, he's just so fun to watch. I'm never going to call another game of his in the minor leagues, but uh, you know it was fun while it lasts for 50 games. How much of an impact do you think he's going to have at that next level? I mean, what kind of what kind of upside does he have when it's all said and done? What are you anticipating? What are you hoping to see? You know, I'm hoping to see him adjust a little bit because he definitely has some things to uh, to work on. He's 19, so still got a little bit of a maturity thing to to go through as all 19 year olds do, uh, and he and he has some some kinks in in, in the swing that I think need to be uh, motored out, especially against uh, left-handed pitching uh, with the breaking ball. That was where I saw him struggle the most, was against lefties with really good curves. He would kind of watch it a little bit too much, or you know, he would just not put a great swing on the ball. So I, I want to see him adjust there, and I think if he does adjust to that, then he's going to be basically unstoppable in terms of a really good hitter because there's no real way to pitch him uh, besides throwing a lefty curveball on the outside corner. Um, and really, you know, Kelnick had the unfortunate benefit of dealing with some umpires who had wider strike zones. And Kelnick's a guy who has his own strike zone, doesn't really adjust to the umpire strike zone some of the time. 
So that kind of hurt him a little bit. But, I mean, he, he he's going to be such a tremendous player. He's going to impact any team he goes to with a tremendous amount. Uh, he's going to provide an extra jolt to that Modesto Nuts lineup that kind of needs it a little bit right now. They've got some players, but uh, but Kellnick's certainly going to provide an extra added boost, and and they're going to enjoy him for as long as they have him. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a double uh, A by the end of the year. Jared Kelnick, you look at his numbers; it was crazy. Well, above three hundred for most of his career, eleven homers, twenty nine RBI at low A. I mean, that's. That's fast-track numbers. I mean, as we saw, that's fast-track numbers. It is. It is completely fast-track numbers, and it was – most people were saying, you know, why is he still here? Why is he still here? Well, he's 19. You know, it's only his second year of pro ball. Uh, The Mariners wanted him to kind of feel some things out, adjust to a new level, a new league. Uh, It it takes a while for guys like that to to adjust to to the South Atlantic League, even with the superstar power of Jerry Kelnick. Yes, the numbers were there, but – you know, he did strike out a little bit. There were a couple times where he had some cold stretches. You know, he went 167 for 10 games. His first road trip of the year, he was 2 for 25 in his first eight. So, you know, you're sitting there like, okay, you know, he has a little ironing out to do. And, and you know, he was ready to go probably about three weeks ago to go up to the next level. But, uh, but it, you know, Kelnick, uh, it, 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 it's hard to describe how good he really is because the numbers don't really even do him justice. Just the, the thing that I really want to mention about him is uh, two days ago when we came back and won after being down five uh, in the eighth inning was we were down one going into the ninth, and we had Kelnick up second in the on-deck circle. And then all of a sudden, uh, Jared Kelnick was uh, sitting there in the on-deck circle, and uh, the reliever Daniel James struck the first guy out, and you're sitting there, and you see Kelnick in the on-deck circle locked in more than I think I've ever seen him in my entire 50-game career watching him. And I knew if the, any, if the first pitch was anywhere close over the plate, he was sitting out of the ballpark. The very first pitch, fastball, middle in, bye. Not close, no doubter. He destroyed it, and we were tied, and we won the game in extras. Unbelievable, but not surprising because of how locked in I saw he was. And that's when I kind of knew this is the end of Kelnick with the power. So Kelnick's gone. That means you got to find someone to come in and maybe take his place, or at least you hope the next person that's sent over from the Seattle Mariners can have an impact. And what do we get? What do we get for him? What did the Seattle so, bless us with? So we actually got blessed with a pretty good guy. His name is Keegan McGovern. He's a ninth-round pick last year out of the University of Georgia. Now, he's been hurt for most of the year. He's been on the injured list. Uh, he's been in Arizona rehabbing, so he's just trying to get his footing back under him for this year. But, Paul, I'm literally watching him hit BP right now, and he's hit six home runs already in batting practice. So I think he's feeling all right. Uh, he's going to be our DH tonight, and uh, with the short field that we've got here in Asheville at McCormick Field, uh, we might see what Keegan refers to as a zinger-dinger tonight uh, in his first game back with the West Virginia Power. But great guy. He hit 15 home runs in 69 games last year. Also, most of them at this level, so I don't think we'll see him for too long, but the uh, Mariners wanted to get his legs under him before they send him back up to Modesto, where he probably belongs right now. But he's going to be a DH for a little bit for us, and uh, we're looking forward to having him here. And uh, he's been a really nice guy to talk to. I've, I've really enjoyed my short conversations with him and uh, certainly hope he can help the ball club out. How impressed or how do you feel so far the way that Seattle's handled transactions has gone now, the ultimate goal here is to make Seattle better, 
but it, has it felt like they're taking care of their minor league teams, at least not leaving them high and dry and making sure that they're at least trying to make sure these teams can also be competitive. If their teams are competitive, it's good for their player development. Yeah, they're certainly trying to do that. You know, giving us a guy like Keegan, who I think uh, his talent is better than this level already, uh, is certainly a sign of that. And, uh, you know, they're certainly leaving a lot of guys here that may deserve a promotion, but there's a gluttony of certain positions up at the higher levels. So these guys are getting time to develop and getting time to kind of groom themselves uh, at the South Atlantic League. And I think that's only better for their development because in their first or second years in full season ball, they're just going to have the opportunity to find unbridled success, and that'll only help them as they move up to higher levels and face different competition. David Kahn, our guest from the West Virginia Power Pulse, so I'm with you here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So yesterday, we get rained out. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, we should have just, just jumped on, just put the baseball game, potted it down, Swan and Kahn take the airwaves. Uh, <laughs> So I'm a day it's behind. It's kind of ironic that I got booted because of baseball. Yeah, well, that's that's what happened. I mean, it was like a <laughs> two and a half hour, three hour almost rain delay. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised we didn't have uh, like 15 hockey brawls in that game as well. Oh, geez. You following this? The the love hate between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. You following any of that? Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, it's I mean, it's been well renowned for for a while. Um, you know. I mean, it, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati don't like each other. They're in the same division. I mean, it's not surprising that it's happening again and is again it, and again. And is again, it the but... teams that don't like each other or is the broadcasters that don't like each other? I'm I'm trying to you know what? figure I that out right now. That, I find it hard to believe that, people, that there's anyone in this world that doesn't like Marty Brenneman and the Cincinnati Reds. So, And trust me, Greg Brown um, and, uh, and Joe Block from the Pittsburgh Pirates and Steve Blass are gems as well. But I find that anybody... I find it hard to believe that anybody in their right mind who is not a complete and total numbskull doesn't like Marty Brenneman, just to be totally honest with you. I think that's not an issue here. I think it's just that the broadcasters are talking trash, and of course, you know, they're going to stand up for their guys. Um, John Wainer, Wainer, I've I've hung out with that man. I've had dinner with him. He's he's pretty cool, and uh, those guys are real yeah. cool. And just, It's just surreal to think – they're talking trash, just serious trash talking going on here. Um, and it's only, it seems like, I know it happens elsewhere, but it only feels like, though, since maybe our myopic view of everything, or at least, you know, where I'm at, it's like, Ed, you guys are just brutal sometimes when it comes to talking about the other team, which I kind of like. I hate to say that. I kind of like the fact that the, the uh, baseball, like in baseball, yeah. Yeah. Any other sport, maybe not as much. But in baseball, because you see the other team so much, so right. many times. I, I like it, too. I mean, when we play Lexington, I get into it a little bit. No, not you, David. Come nah. on. Oh, yeah. No, not you. No. I don't believe yeah, that. I have a, I have a dark side a little bit. <laughs> Tell me about your dark side, please. I want to hear this. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It, it only, it only, it, it, look, Paul, we've, we've never had any issues. So, uh, so, so that you've never seen my dark side, but if you, if you cross me, it, things, bad things will happen. Would I cross you, David? Would I cross you? No, you, you wouldn't. No. No, never. And, and that's why I don't need to tell you about the dark side because it's not going to matter. But, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I do have, a, I do have a, a, an, an issue with certain things. And if people do those things, I get mad as anyone does. Okay. Fair enough. So I'll, I'll try not to tick you off. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll not be late next time. Um, 
You're never. No, you're fine. You're texting me like, "Are we doing this?" And I'm like, "He's like, oh, never mind. I know now why I haven't heard from you yet." I hadn't checked my Facebook when I saw the post from the drive, and I was like, "Oh, never mind. Uh, we're in a rain delay. I got it. No worries." I'm sorry. I should have texted you. I apologize. Uh, you know, I, I no, it's I, totally fine. I saw the notification on my phone, and I just wasn't checking it because I was busy typing up the Kelnick release, and. Uh, and then I was like, I texted you, and I was like, wait a minute, there was a notification. That must mean the show's canceled. And I went on. I was like, yep, it's canceled. Okay, yep. no problem. Yeah, so <laughs> um, we're playing makeup today. And, uh, yeah, which, which kills me, though, is yesterday I had more time to do everything I wanted to, and the show gets canceled. Today I have less time to get everything done I want to and need to do, and the show's live. I could have taken the rain delay today and had the show yesterday, it would have worked out perfect for me. But uh, it is what it is, as cliche as that is. Well, yeah, is. but if we had the show yesterday, we couldn't have talked about the hockey game that happened last That's night. true. Uh, how about that? The Blues and uh, the Bruins uh, won apiece. Blues in overtime, yep. That's how it's going to be every I, game just about. It's either going to be a blowout or overtime. There's no happy medium. Honestly, I hope it's close every game. Like That just makes it more fun. At I, least in my eyes. Yeah. And tonight we get, hopefully, an entertaining NBA game, maybe. Um, are you feeling it, Golden State, Toronto? you feeling any of that? Oh, I'm not an NBA fan in the slightest. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm a college basketball guy through and through, so I, I just hope Golden State loses, but whatever. Hey, that's a hot take. It, I, I said I hope. I don't think. I hope. Okay, still a hot take. Uh, I they're ho- they're, they're – I, Golden State's going to win the the finals again, but I hope they lose. See, I'm not interested in the NBA right now. Maybe if Toronto makes it a series, I, I would be interested, but I'm just not interested. I'm not feeling it right now. Right, and that's why I'm not liking the NBA at all, because it's never interesting. It's Golden State, Golden State, Golden State, Golden State. It's like, great, I'm over it. Okay, fine. But did we have that problem as kids and growing up with, say, Showtime and the Lakers? Did we have that problem with the Bulls? Now, I know with Showtime, there was always the Celtics there, so it was sort of give and take, and then Detroit comes in and, and makes it uh, their show for a while. Then we've got the Bulls, and in between you get a couple of teams like you know, yeah, San Jose. I'm sorry, San Jose. Uh, San Antonio, I'm thinking hockey now. And a couple other huh. teams that you know are peppered in there. But for the most part, we have had dynasties for a while. Why is it different so, now? Okay. Because it's a different brand of basketball. Back then, the, the brand of basketball was so much more appealing to watch. It was more kind of like the college game in my eyes. You know, at least in this day, guys are dropping like 140 points, and you're sitting there like, okay, like, great. Nobody's playing any defense. Like, yeah, it's cool if you're rooting for that player or that team, and they're dropping that many points. But uh, as a casual fan, I'm like, okay, like, great. They're going to make another basket. All right. And another one. And another one. And another one. Like, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me anymore. It's bad, but back in the in the day, it was more. Of, there were a lot of de- uh, defensive stars, and it made the games a lot more exciting because you, you kind of didn't know when someone was going to step up and make a big defensive play. You just want a big seven foot six guy out there swatting balls. That's what you want. I do. Is that all? Is that too much to ask? No, I'm with you there. Just give a big man in the middle swatting things. Give me Dikembe Mutombo. Okay? No, 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 no. You know, doing that all day. Yes. Exactly. I want that. Give me give me give me primetime Kevin Garnett. Let me ask you, LeBron James going up against the Kimbe Mutombo in his prime, what happens? Ooh. I still think LeBron, I mean he's too good. <laughs> you he's too good. He'll find a way to beat him. Are you saying that LeBron can go in on Dikembe 
in his prime. I didn't say I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't say he could go in. I said he'll find a way to beat him. Okay, so he'll stay away from him. Yes, I'm, LeBron is smart enough to know not to drive in on Dikembe Mutombo. But I'm saying one on one, one on one. Okay. I'll go fifty-fifty split. Fifty-fifty split. Okay. Well, right now the only thing stopping LeBron is the Lakers. So, um, you know how that is. <laughs> it's true. No, you're not wrong, and that's why I disagreed with him going there in the first place. But, hey, whatever. He's got millions and millions of dollars, and I don't, so his call. Hey, I'm a Lakers fan, and let's trade him. Let's get it. Let's, let's Wait, it. you are? Well, yeah, and you know I'm not front-running. I No, I know, but I didn't know you were a Lakers fan. Yeah. Why? Why not? They were good back when I was a kid growing up. So you were a bandwagon? No, I started watching the NBA, and it was uh, Dr. J and Magic Johnson and all that. Oh, I was okay. a big Magic Johnson okay. fan. And so, you know, I was watching that, and um, I didn't like the Celtics. And so there were two groups, and, you know, it was like the uh, Sharks and the Jets here, you know, and right. you know, junior high and high school and elementary even. Um, you know, I was just on, I was just in that Laker school. Man, our school. Our, yeah, you know, I, I get it. Our kids, I get yeah, it the kids I rolled with, we were all Laker fans. And then, you know, we get to junior high and those other kids, they're Celtics fans. So, <laughs> and those other kids, those other kids, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, those other kids, they were Celtics fans. Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up a Celtics fan too. I, I still casually root for them, but I'm not as big of a fan as I used to be. There's a kid uh, that was a school. Um, I don't even know where he's at now. So, you know, it doesn't matter. I'll mention his name. Uh, this guy's name is like Chad Hagley. And this dude, was uh, he was a fan of everything I wasn't, so he's like okay. He was like a Celtics fan, and like yeah, just shut up. Um, and he was a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, and I'm like, oh no, yeah, no, no, especially back no, in bye. back in my Gresky days, no. Yeah, bye. Thank you. Next. Yeah, so I had to put up with that all the time. So that's one. I was going to say because I, I mean, I I know I like several teams that you don't like. Like I'm a Boston fan, so. Yeah, but that's like, that's okay. You um, you're wearing that, you're owning that, and sure, uh, it's kind of sickening that Boston's going to have like the uh, triple crown of sports here soon. But I'll get over that. Yeah, it's, it's they, not going to affect it, me it, personally. It is funny that they al- It is funny that they almost had the grand slam. I mean, take the triple crown. It hasn't been done in a long time. Take- I, I'll take it. I mean, I'll, especially with hockey. Like normally, if normally you think of a triple crown of championships, you think basketball is the third one, but hockey now, you know, kind of the the, the possible third ring for for Boston this year. I mean, it would be pretty remarkable for me to have seen thirteen championships in my lifetime after if the Bruins win the Stanley Cup, but it's three wins away. There was something I read where Detroit no longer is hockey town, and it's Boston that's hockey town. I'm I'm not going to go that far, but. Sure. Well, well if, if people want to say that, fine. I, I'm not going to go that far, though. I mean, you got to admit, what, 2011, the top of my head, 2011. Uh, then they won the cup. Yep. You, you got a shot at it, but don't in 2013, and then you got a shot at it again here. Yeah, against the Blackhawks, right? right. Yeah, that was that was, a, that was actually a tough series to watch against the Blackhawks. I actually thought the Bruins had that one. See, um, I, I remember where I was game seven, too, and watching and just being kind of – because the Bruins were up. Uh, a goal late in the third period of Game 7, and the Blackhawks came back. I remember, because I wasn't watching the game, and I just saw the Bruins were up. I just had the notification because I was at summer camp, and I was going to the our staff lounge because I was a counselor to watch the end of the game. And the Bruins gave up that goal as I walked in to tie the game. I'm like, oh, no, we're going to go to overtime. Like, this isn't good. 
Um, and then 30 seconds later, the Blackhawks scored again. I'm like, what just happened? Like, I walk in and I watch two minutes of the worst Bruins hockey I've ever seen. It was unbelievable. David Kahn, our guest, West Virginia Power, the power in action. You can go online and catch it tonight. All you have to do is go to wvpower.com. Let me throw this at you because um, I get um, I get messages sometimes. I have a private line while I'm doing the show. What do you think? Yeah. Um, Raleigh, North Carolina, hockey town. This is from my private line that I just got a message for. Um. Yeah, I it's it's getting there. I don't know if it's there yet, but I think it, I think it's getting there. You know the 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 uh, the what is it? The hurricanes there. Yes, the hurricanes. The Carolina that's what, hurricanes. That's what those are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the Carolina hurricanes, uh, they're certainly popular. I mean, I live in Winston Salem in the off season, and and I have plenty of friends who live in Winston Salem with me. They go to the hurricanes games all the time. So uh, so it's certainly drawing a crowd, and uh, it, it might be on its way to be in hockey town. Okay. Uh, I just had to push that narrative a little bit again. Um, there are backdoor channels to me at all times while this program's going on live. And so, um, yeah. So if you ever get a random question, it's because it's one of those backdoor channels has got a hold of me. I just want to give you, oh, a, head, fine. No give you a heads I, up. I, I, I'll, I'll answer anything and everything here on Swan and Con. <laughs> you know, we need to do that. We're, we keep talking about that. I actually had people in the office say, when are you going to do that? <laughs> I'm serious. I walk out the door. It's like, so uh, when you guys are really going to do that podcast? I'm like, well, we got to get Con down here. Well, you can just Skype it. Okay, we could Skype it. We could, but it wouldn't sound as good. Yeah, see, I'm. I want to do it right. I don't want to have like you're here on the show now on the phone, and that's great. You know, live it's radio. That's but a podcast. You're, there's like a different set of um, yeah, there different is. rules. There yes, different set of rules. There is. Absolutely. No, we'll, we'll, we're going to make it happen. We got, we got that off day that we talked about that I'm going to come down and I'm going to do the show with you, and then we're going to record the first episode of Swan and Con. Okay. We'll, we'll try to book some major guests for that. We'll see what we can come uh, up with. We're going to have to. I mean, it's a, it's a big moment. <laughs> Fair enough. David Cohn, my guest from the West Virginia Power. Um, have a fun weekend. I know it's going to be pretty busy. Uh, road trips are um, probably um, – what do you do? Yeah, All day. I know you're working on notes and other wow. things. But, uh, you know, what what's the off time like? the road trips well so it's interesting because i don't really have much off time right now because of the all-star game but uh normally if i do have any off time or if we get let's say rained out on a given night uh, i'll try and explore the city a little bit you know i'll try and go to uh some of the uh hot spots of the city so like Asheville, there's a lot of good breweries around town so i'll uh i'll check those out or you know i'll uh I'll go to, you know, just interesting areas around the city. Uh, last time we got rained out in Nashville in April, I actually found the Pinball Museum uh, and walked around there. That was an interesting little gem that I didn't know existed. Um, so that was cool. But uh, actually, I'm lucky right now. My parents are in town. So tomorrow morning, we're going to the Biltmore. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so that's going to be my one excursion while I'm in Nashville because I have loads of work to do for the All-Star Game. So I've been I will to be Asheville. locked in my hotel room doing work. Yeah, I've been to Asheville. That is the only excursion in Asheville. Last time, at least, when I was there. Well, there's hiking. I mean, that's I, I'm a big hiker guy, so I, 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 I would go hiking if I had time, but I just don't. Yeah, I um, I stayed in that little motel right next to that cracker barn that was the Civic yep. Arena. And, oh, yeah. yeah. I know where you were. And that place, I think it shuts down at uh, 2 p.m. That, that city shuts down. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then awakens at night. I suppose. It's it tra- does. It, it, uh, yep. it, especially on the weekend, it, it certainly wakes up at night. Yeah, it, it's changed ever since uh, Marshall used to invade Asheville. Yes, indeed. David Connor, guest from the West Virginia Power. Um, we'll talk next week. Um, hey, thankfully, uh, there isn't any television shows for us to, to bore people with, so I think we're, we're, we're free and clear now. Yeah, no more Survivor, uh, no more Game of Thrones. Uh, we, we can just talk sports. I think that's what the fans really want, just us talking sports. I, I think so, too. They just want us to go off the rails. That's what they really want. <laughs> yeah, it happens sometimes. Thanks for, uh, All the time. Thanks for doing it today. We'll talk to you soon, and um, have, a, uh, have a fun trip, man. Have a fun, thanks, fun man. travels uh, as you uh, are on the road with the power. Yes, indeed. I'll talk to you next week. David Kahn, our guest, West Virginia Power. We're going to talk Marshall television schedule when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 FM at AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the May 30th edition. The Drive continues on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Before we get into what Mike Hamrick had to say in his letter to the fans, and of course then let's talk about the television schedule. Let's go to the social medias. Now, I posted this story earlier from Herd Zone on Twitter, and I kind of made the joke that, you know, maybe I should have posted this on Facebook since most of the games, or at least half the games, half the games are going to be on Facebook. And I kind of said that if you've got the Facebook Watch app on your streaming device, you should be good. Well, not all devices have it, and uh, I got one tweet that pointed out, hey, um, you might want to check that out because uh, I don't think all the devices have Facebook Watch, so that's fair, so that's my homework. Uh, also, uh, this is Dana on Twitter. Uh, Dana said, horrible decision by administration. You must have a Facebook account. Facebook does not stream well. Facebook streams allow unprofessional interruptions and even encourage it. ESPN Plus on all six would have been a thousand times better. Horrible move. I hate Facebook for so many reasons. Add one more. And I don't think Marshall had any control in that situation. They don't get to tell the rights holders of the media package, hey, we don't want to be on Facebook. It's either you're on stadium on Facebook or you're not. So I don't know how much influence Marshall could actually say. It's like, hey, look, you know, we kind of like to be on the NFL Network. Well, that's great, but, you know, we're fourth in line picking and you got picked up. So that's where that's at. But, again, a lot of people maybe not fans of Facebook streaming. And then here's what Spencer had to say. Facebook games are convenient, but also at the same time, it's a big convoluted. Unless you have a fire stick or things of that sort, it has potential since anyone can watch it. And you don't even have to have an account. So I've got two tweets here that contradict each other as far as you don't have to have an account. I'm not sure. I've never tried to watch a Facebook watch game or a game on Facebook without logging into Facebook. So I can't say you have to have an account or you don't. I just don't know. Interesting. It's worth taking a look at to see just because how many people don't have a Facebook account? I mean, that's a that's a question. I would say it's a far, far smaller sampling of people who don't have, say, Facebook than, say, don't have Twitter. I mean, I'm sure there's more people who don't have Twitter than, than Facebook. I mean, if you're going to stream these things on Twitter, yeah, you're probably missing the 
boat here, but if you're streaming it on Facebook, at least you got a pretty broad audience. And maybe the numbers are really good to justify this continually. I can't argue. I don't have the numbers. But for a lot of us, it's not going to be an issue because we're going to be at games. For the road games, there are going to be a lot of places where you can go watch the game. Places like Roosters, I know the Hall of Fame Cafe, both in Huntington, will have these games on their multitude of screens. So if you're a Herd fan, I mean, I, I see a, a crowd come every time there's a game on, especially if it's, say, a streaming game. Maybe it's an older crowd. I really haven't just sit there and really broke it down. Okay, this one's older. I just haven't really done that. I haven't screened. But anecdotally, I think it is just an older crowd that comes out, especially when they're streaming games. And, of course, my venue will be different than your venue. Just I know at Roosters, I do see some of the older Herd fans show up a little bit more when it's a game like this where it's not easily accessible. Facebook, though, possibility. And, of course, we haven't even really got into the schedule yet. Uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about, about Mike Hamrick's letter, first and foremost, is he did mention that there's going to be an announcement sooner than later of another home-and-home home football series with one of the most well-respected and story programs in college football. So, story program... So there's history there. Could it be, I'm thinking too big here. When I think storied program, I think, obviously, Ohio State, love them or hate them, the Buckeyes are a big deal in college athletics throughout the years. Michigan, love them or hate them, big deal. I'm thinking too big, though, right? Maybe? I don't know. Can't wait to see. Mike Hamrick might show me up and say, look, I got juice. Here's who I got. And then, of course, we'll have him back on the program, hopefully, if his schedule permits. So uh, I'm kind of curious what that announcement's going to be. I'll have to wait unless I can pry it from somebody's hands. Sources. See if I can get some sources to reveal that. And the other thing is, of course, the schedule itself. So let's talk about it. So the schedule comes out today, television, and here's what we know. We know that there's going to be six broadcasts, 12 football games, six broadcasts. The six games that are going to be carried on Facebook are going to be the game against Ohio. And if you can't go to that game, you got the option to watch it on a Facebook stream. The Cincinnati game, again, a home game, uh, October 5th at Middle Tennessee, October 26th versus Western Kentucky, November 2nd at Rice, and November 23rd at Charlotte. Now, Western Kentucky, that's a big game. I can see why that would be uh, picked up. Now, of course, three games are going to be picked up by CBS Sports Networks. October 18th at Florida Atlantic. November 15th versus Louisiana Tech. November 30th versus FIU. That should be really good. The season opener is going to air on Stadium against VMI. And the Old Dominion game is going to air on Stadium as well. Of course, Boise State, that game is going to be on ESPN2. There are some Conference USA schools that maybe didn't fare so well. I'll have to break it down, but I was uh, reading a little bit from the Old Dominion media earlier. They were breaking down their schedule a little bit. I didn't get a chance to really dive into it, but it sounded like they didn't maybe get as uh, well of a shake than, say, Marshall did. 
Every game Marshall has is going to be carried by some provider. I mean, that says something right there. To the point that when NFL Network came up on the pecking order, Marshall wasn't there. So Marshall's pretty popular. That's a testament to Marshall. I know you'd rather be on the NFL Network, and I would too. I would too. But it's still a pretty good opportunity. Quick timeout. We'll wrap it up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Thankfully, we're going to be back again tomorrow to do it all over. We don't have baseball raining us out. So, back tomorrow. Sorry about yesterday. Hopefully, we've made up for it today. Don't forget, if you do miss a show and you don't know where we're at and you think we were on, don't forget, you can podcast the show. That's right. All you have to do is find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, tune in. You ever want to just listen to the show on your time, on demand, hey, that's a great way to do it. So, again, uh, all you have to do is subscribe. Apple Podcasts, probably the best bet for you if you have an iPhone, you have an Android device, you've got TuneIn, you've got Stitcher Radio, uh, you've got Spotify, so there are plenty of options for you. Of course, if you're old school, you can just go to the website. We got it right there on the front page. You can listen to the latest episode just by going to wrvc.com. So you do what I do. Go home. I tell my Amazon device that I want to listen to the show. Uh, the best way to do that is make it easy. Yeah, I know. We're getting scientific here. I actually have set it up, so I go find the feed, and I've uh, set it up as a an order, a command. So I tell the Alexa app what I want to listen to, and I've already got it set up, and it knows to trigger that. It's amazing. It's like magic, isn't it? That's going to do it for this edition. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Do appreciate it. Um, we are back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. I want to thank David Kahn from the West Virginia Power for joining me on the program. You know, hey, we're getting better at that. We're not cutting up as much. And um, I did get a message in regards to his, um, his Boston. Here's, a, here's what I got. I got uh, the only good thing coming out of Boston is an empty bus. Thanks for all the social today. You can find me on Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. We've got a page. we got a group. We've also got Twitter, at Paul Swan. And, of course, you've got me right here every weekday, rain outs excluded, right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, enjoy the rest of your night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.